The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thank you for joining this podcast. Our main text today is the book of Luke chapter 21 verse 5 to 19. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, when will these things happen, and what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and revolutions, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will lay hands on you and persecute you. They will deliver you to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. This will result in your being witnesses to them, but make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. All men will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. By standing firm, you will gain life." When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out, and let those in the country not enter the city. Let us pray. Eternal King of glory, creator of heaven and earth, the designer of the universe, we come before you now, God, in this podcast. Father God, I pray for inspiration today as I bring your word to the world. Inspire me, O God, that those who listen to this podcast will be blessed. Lord, we pray that as we continue as your church to face perilous times in this world, that we will have the strength of the Holy Spirit to overcome. We thank you, Father, that you are God and you are able to help us through tough times all this i ask O lord in the name of jesus christ 
our Lord and soon coming King. Amen. The title of this podcast is Standing Strong in Perilous Time. Standing Strong in Perilous Times. Those who understand the signs of the end time would agree with me that before our very eyes, we are witnessing this fulfillment of some biblical prophecies in our own time. But I would like to make it clear that I'm not about telling you that I know the very hour that the Lord will come or put any date to it. Jesus Christ himself said in Matthew chapter 24 verse 36 about that day or hour no one knows not even the angels in heaven nor the son but only the father nevertheless friends first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 2 says this for you are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Well, since this is the manner in which Christ will come, you and I would do well to prepare for it by standing strong in perilous times as this. Because it is so easy these days to forget why we are a church. We become so comfortable with the decorations of religion rather than the purpose for which we are called to be a church in the first instance. This decoration can include some of the needless activities and our very act of religiosity that is devoid of the reason we're called and separated. As the disciples of Jesus Christ were admiring the craftsmanship and the beauty of the magnificent temples, they were rudely awakened by the ephemerality of such structure and its inability to withstand what was to come against it in future. From the beginning of our sojourn here on earth, the earth has and continue to experience all kinds of natural and synthetic catastrophic events. However, Jesus Christ warned his disciple of much mayhem to come. The disciples asked Jesus Christ, when will these things happen and what will be the sign that they are about to take place? And the answer is simple as it is written. Don't be deceived by imposters and gospel actors regardless of their colorful costumes as these are only designed as facade to create a mirage. There also would be wars and insurrections, great earthquakes, deprivations of food and epidemic of strange diseases and fearful events and great signs from heaven but no need to be afraid. Because these things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. This timeless warning should be a concern that every Christian, every child of God 
should take seriously as it is the central and the determining factor of our God-given mission here on this side of eternity. Not only for the primary disciples, but also for as many as the Lord God is calling. What will separate you from other professing Christian is that you understand the time of your visitation. In the book of Luke chapter 19 verse 41 to 44, Jesus Christ wept over Jerusalem. The Bible says this, But as they came closer to Jerusalem, he saw the city ahead. He began to cry, Eternal peace! was within your reach and you turned it down. He wept and now it is too late. Your enemies will pile up earth against your walls and encycle you and close in on you and crush you to the ground and your children within you. Your enemies will not leave one stone upon another for you have rejected the opportunity God offered you. Brothers and sisters, as I speak today, I would like you to ask yourself these pertinent questions. Where am I in the frame of these things? And where is my church in the scope of these things? The answer to this question is sure to position you in the right path on the Christian journey on this side of eternity before Christ comes again. And that is if you truly believe that he is definitely coming back. In case you have stopped believing or you think the second coming is a fraud, then hear this my friend. John chapter 14 verse 1 to 4 says this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house has many mansions. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. So, you see, Jesus Christ meant business when he says these things. And that means he's coming back again. Coming back for you to get you to come with him to where he is. And that's what we're talking about. Now, let us talk about some of the things that Jesus mentioned in our main text today. Jesus talked about false prophets. False prophets and teaching abound today in our world. Everywhere you turn to in the globe, you find people saying this or that. People saying that they are Christ. People saying that they are the best thing that happened to Christianity. But you have got to test all of these prophets to know which is which and which is the right one or not. We talk about natural disasters. In 2019 alone, there has been at least wildfires all across the continent, at least six continents of the world. There has been at least 11,263 earthquakes just in 2019 alone. 
There are so many armed conflicts going on right now. The definition of armed conflicts might vary uh, from place to place, but there are at least 10 most notable current conflicts happening as I speak, such as Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Nigeria, South Sudan, Ukraine, Libya, India, and Pakistan, and of course, the age-old armed conflict between Palestine and Israel. The important factor is that in one way or the other, the big powers like the United States, United Kingdom, Russia, and the EU political bloc are involved in all of this. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. This is why you and I cannot exonerate ourselves from these wars happening around the world. One way or the other, you are impacted by it, by the result of these wars. Why there are many ways of looking at our key text today, that's Luke chapter 21 verse 5 to 19, including linking it to the Armageddon bordering the state of Israel. My thematic concern today is our ability to overcome the perilous uh, time as a church. Aside from wars and socio-political conflict going on around us, social engineering of society has brought about nature-defined cultures in many ways, such that the individual Christian and the church is left on the edge gasping for oxygen to live. So, what is it that we can glean from the warning of Jesus Christ as we journey through the turbulent of a broken world? And how might we be inspired to keep positive attitude in such difficult times? I believe to be forewarned is to be forearmed. This is why paying due attention to this scripture is paramount for Christians around the world. Verse number 12 of Luke 21 is still relevant today as it was when it was first spoken by Jesus Christ. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison and you will be brought before kings and governors and all on account of my name. Without doubt, this is one of the most unpalatable part of the New Testament because of what the outcome of being a follower of Jesus Christ may spell. No one wants to be ruffled, destabilized, or persecuted. In fact, a little semblance of persecution is enough for the postmodern Christian to run. But friends, persecution is a part of the package of being a Christian as they help us greatly in our Christian development. A little persecution, I would say, will not destroy you, but no persecution at all will distort your Christianity. Church history is awash with Christians who stood up for what was right. There are so many accounts of the disciples of Jesus suffering for the sake of their faith in Christ. 
Let's take for example, the apostle Peter and Paul were both martyred in Rome around 66 AD under Emperor Nero. Paul was beheaded in fact. Peter was crucified upside down. Andrew was crucified in Greece. Thomas was pierced to death by four soldiers. Philip was callously put to death in North Africa. Matthew was stabbed to death in Ethiopia. Bartholomew was martyred for the gospel. James was stoned and then clubbed to death. Simon the Zealot was killed in Pasha for refusing to sacrifice to the Son God. Matthias was burnt to death. The Apostle John may have died a natural death from old age. Nevertheless, he suffered persecution as well. He was exiled to the island of Patmos and may have escaped unhurt after being cast into boiling oil at Rome. Brothers and sisters, you may think this story does not concern you because it is far-fetched and that modern human rights laws does not allow for persecution. But let me surprise you that persecution of Christians is still very much alive today. And in fact, it has risen by 14%. That is about 245 million people worldwide in the top 50 countries in 2019 alone. At least one in nine Christians experienced high level of persecution worldwide. 4,136 Christians were killed for faith-related reasons this year. 2,625 Christians were detained without trial, arrested and sentenced and imprisoned. 1,266 churches were burned. Now, in the United Kingdom, on the 8th of August 2019, police were called to arrest one Mr. Harkin after the Mary Stops abortion clinic reported that two men were breaking the Public Space Protection Order, PSPO, by praying on the green directly outside the clinic rather than in the designated area of protest. So you see, my brothers and sisters, it will not be long that harsher condition will get to us. Right now, it is subtle through its politically correct mechanism. The church will be forced to fall in line with the law that is against biblical principle. But we must stand and be prepared to stand up for Jesus Christ like the primary disciples. Are we willing to be bold like the early disciples or make light of the matter? Can we choose to testify and stand against all forms of personal and systemic evil in the world and even within the church today? Can the church truly stand up for biblical truth without the fear of being politically incorrect or fearful of losing members and their financial contributions? or in the case of a minister losing his or her livelihood. Persecution can be experienced in many ways, but no matter the ratio of your persecution, it will be a persecution. It is still persecution. Even the feeling of being different from everyone else is hard enough as you must work harder than every other person to be accepted. 
So every step taking must be calculated. I can tell you this because I know it firsthand. The only way to overcome persecution of any kind is to have the right attitude because we have been warned by Jesus Christ. When threatened by the Roman emperor, rather than being afraid, St. Basil, one of the Cappadocian fathers, responded with the following famous quote, If you take away my possessions, you will not make me a pauper. You have no need of my old worn-out clothing, nor of my few books. Exile means nothing to me, since I am bound to no particular place. Who can torture me? I am so weak that the very first blow will render me insensible. Death would be a kindness to me, for it will bring me all the sooner to God. Friends, we must always be prepared to be gracious towards our persecutors. God's word says this in Romans chapter 12 verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Because we know that Jesus Christ is with us. And we suffer because of his name. And that he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved. This you find in Matthew 24, 13. Brothers and sisters, as I bring this podcast to a conclusion, I would like to remind all Christians everywhere again that our call to follow Jesus Christ is never a call to a tea party. It is a mission call and above all it is a call to stand strong in perilous time like the disciples of Jesus Christ. If they never had it easy, why should we expect our own Christianity to be any different? Of course, we can choose the easy way out but the rules are still the same as they were. But if For any reason, you are feeling overwhelmed with persecution of any kind. Then please listen to this. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. John chapter 16 verse 33. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for this time that you have given us to share your word with the world. I pray God that you bless as many that has listened to this podcast and that they will come to that place of total submission, a place where they can be strong in the face of trials, adversities, and troubles that this world brings. Father God, I seal this prayer in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.